0: Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And, and we're, we're the, the Keto, keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but also helps them move toward better health.
1: Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington or streaming worldwide on radiolex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fund keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Real Life Keto Radio. Uh, We are here in the studio and we want to talk about a topic that we need reminding of.
0: Side note, (laughs) on the way here, we were talking about what our topic was going to be today. And when I said we needed to talk about self-care, Rebecca was like, ooh, like I smacked her straight in the face. I didn't smack her, but it felt like I smacked her with her response because she knew that she needed to hear it just as much as I needed to hear it and just as much as we needed to share it with you all. This is something that I need a lot of reminders of in my life. And I think
1: some of that stems from the fact that we as women tend to be kind of martyrs, right? Like we're like, oh, we have to serve our families and we have to serve our spouses and we have to serve our communities and... We have to volunteer in our kids school and we're always thinking about others which is a great thing that's one of the things that i love about women is that we do tend to be very self-sacrificial and willing to serve others i think that's awesome but actually to be able and to be in the best position to do those things we need to take care of ourselves
0: yes as rebecca was talking i was thinking about the word boundaries and i think so many times that is something that we just either aren't aware of, or we're not putting into practice. It is such, such a breakthrough concept when you start really studying it and realizing the importance of putting boundaries around what you know that you need for yourself. Putting boundaries up sometimes if you have toxic people in your life um, or, you know, and sometimes they might be people that are in your family. Um, I'm super blessed that I don't have toxic people in my family, but if you have people that are toxic and you have to put up some boundaries so that they aren't infringing on what you know that you need to be personally healthy um, and emotionally healthy. And if it's friends that maybe are keeping you from going to that place of better health and making yourself 1% better every day, Um, early on, I had to do some shifting um, just with people that I was spending time with in order to really take care of myself and on a new level than what I had done before five years ago.
1: Yeah. And there's that old saying, right? Like it says, good fences make good neighbors. There's some truth to that, like a healthy boundary can be good for you and for the person against whom you're setting those boundaries. Um, If it's communicated in a nice, gentle way and enforced properly, it just it, it sets everyone's expectations. And we're all about setting expectations because then people don't get disappointed. They know what's expected. They know what will be allowed or what will be tolerated. And a lot of people, I think, sometimes give other people power over their lives Mm -hmm. and they allow other people to dictate their schedules around holidays or just any time, really. And, you know, family can be a big um, pressure because you kind of feel this guilt like, oh, it's family. I should participate. And I think it's good to be mindful of others and what they might like. But you have to make decisions that are right for you, because if you go along with somebody else, but you're resentful. Like that's going to impact your relationship. And
0: to me, that is more damaging than just saying no in a particular situation. Yes. So one reason that I wanted to talk about this today is it's very much like forefront of my mind after, you know, I've shared on here just kind of, it's been like a super crazy summer for us. I just now feel like I am getting to the point where I can kind of breathe in life again. We are settled in our apartment. Our traveling is over. Um, I feel like I just, we're back to our our version of normal. What Which just pretty that is? intense for most people. It is. It's a lot more chaotic than most people, but this was just an extra level of chaos. Um, what we've had these last few months, and I definitely, no one would have thought, like, man, that Bridget, she is taking care of herself right now. <laughs> just, I, I was at the point where you, you know those times in your life where you feel like you literally just can't get a good breath? You can't recover from one thing before something else smacks you in the face, um, and that's just where we were. And it's you know a lot of it was our own choosing, um, and it's fine. We wouldn't change anything, but it was just it was a bit of a hard summer. Um, and during it, I still kept some boundaries in place. I still did certain things to take care of myself. I continued to. I've been meeting with a trainer for about eight or nine months just to really help my body to feel better um, and to perform as well as it possibly can. And um, I continued to meet with him even though it was a major challenge to fit it in and adjust schedules and make it a priority as much as we could. as always, I continue to drink my ketones. Like that is a staple for me that no matter what is going on, I will always drink. Um, And you know, what's interesting is in the chaos, there were actually multiple days where I would just drink one instead of two because of traveling or just not being able to find things or whatever it was. Um, And I could tell a difference in my energy levels. And I would literally get to eight or nine o'clock at night. And I think I'm tired in a way that I normally am not, even if I'm busy at eight or nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, I only drank one today. Um, so that was one area where I slept a little bit, but for the most part stuck with, um, and I did continue with intermittent fasting. Um, that was something that I wanted to hold on to. Um, for the most part, there were some times when we were just out of our, you know, we were in a completely different time zone or things were kind of wonky. Um, but those were some of the things that I held on to some things I did not hold on to eating a perfect keto diet. (laughs) Or somebody's what? even you, close. You do a keto radio show. Of course your <laughs> diet's perfect. But you know what's so interesting is in the past I would have derailed so hard. And this time I did less than optimally in certain areas, but just determined that I was going to keep some things true and hold on to some things even in the chaos. And another beautiful thing about this last summer is while my eating was not as good, I knew that it's, I kept saying, like, let me just get to August. Let me just get to August. And once I did, I have been right back on track with my eating where I want to be. And I, it's making that shift back and forth is so freeing to be able to give myself the grace and the space to not take care of myself as well as I always should, knowing that a better season is coming.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why we call this the real life keto radio show, because it's not some theoretical on paper. What would a perfect diet and lifestyle be? It is what are tools that we can have at our disposal that we can mix and mingle depending on what's going on in our lives. What are schedules like? Are we traveling? Are we at home? And you know, just that those are really important. And it's important to not get caught up in the guilt and the shame, which might've been a previous pattern of oh, beating myself up because I didn't do so well while I was on vacation or during this busy season. But it is, it is so freeing to have tools and to know Okay, I was less than ideal, you know, for this stretch of time. Mm-hmm. But I know when things, you know, when kids get back in school or when this happens, I can kind of rein it in and use these tools to get back on track. So you don't feel like any kind of misstep is a failure that's going to define you going forward. Mm-hmm. It's just a little hiccup, and then we adjust.
0: Yes, uh, and that goes back to the boundaries. For me, I had this boundary of like I have I'm going to give myself this space in June and July. But my boundary is at the beginning of August, I'm going to get back on track. And I have. Um, And something else now, this is just like confession time. We really do want to keep it real. And we never want to get on here and be like, you guys should do exactly what we do because we're basically amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That is not us at all. We we are just as real as can be because we are just struggling some days to be 1% better and to do the things that we share with you all to do because we know it is the truth. We know it is the right way. But sometimes the struggle is real. And... I you all I was nasty last night. I was just I was like gross. I did not even want to be around myself. Um I just was not in a good place in my mind. And I thought, what is going on? Like I'm back with my eating. I'm let I'm like doing better with my sleeping patterns even. Like I'm allowing myself seven or eight hours of sleep a night. I thought, my gosh, look what I'm missing. I have not been doing my miracle morning as much. Mm-hmm. As I as I normally do, I'm normally pretty solid with it, Um, and it's been hit or miss for the last couple months. And the cumulative effect of not starting every day with gratitude, with not starting every day like in a state of calm, and um, I don't do like true meditation, but I do like try to be still every morning because my mind it goes hard all day long, and I really need that foundation to kind of set the tone for my day. And I was not giving myself that space to do my devotions, to have my quiet time, to do my gratitude journal. In fact, I couldn't even find my gratitude journal. I finally just went and bought a new journal. (laughs) But I could feel it. Last night, I was so ungrateful. I was just bratty to myself, my thoughts. Like, I would be mortified if my thoughts were on air today, what I was thinking last night. Like, it was just not good. And, I, this morning, I determined when I wake up, I am not going to pick up my phone and answer just a couple messages before I get started. Cause that's a super slippery slope for me. I thought, no, I owe it to myself in order to be the best version of myself. I owe it to myself to carve out this 30 minutes before I look at the phone and get my day set on the right foundation so that everything I build during the day will have a better foundation and just prosper and be wholesome and not the garbage that I was that was up in there, that stinking thinking. Yeah, it was real bad. Yeah,
1: I mean, and the funny thing was, we had messaged back and forth a little bit last night. I was kind of in a negative space too. Like, there's a lot happening in the world. You know, cases are going up. People are kind of freaking out, and people have very, very different opinions on how things should be handled. And there's a lot of negativity, and there's not a lot of acceptance of other people's ideas and perspectives, which that that part really bothers me. I'm all about variety of ideas, exchanging opinions. I love an open dialogue. I love to disagree with people, not for the sake of disagreement, but just, I want to hear what your opposing viewpoints are because maybe you've thought of something I haven't and maybe I want to adjust mine. I always want to be open-minded and I feel like our society is getting more and more closed-minded and that makes me sort of retreat to a pretty negative space. And we when we were messaging, we could both tell that we were pretty negative. And we're like, we don't need to talk because we knew that if we put those two negative forces together, it would not end well. We're like, we're just going to call it a night, mm-hmm. go our separate ways. We knew we'd be together today and be in a better headspace. And my husband and I actually, he looked online for kind of um, just some funny things to watch. It was Come from an, an old uh, TV show that was like a game show. And they put the, the funniest things online where you can find and we were just literally laughing out loud. And I just felt so, after we did that, I'd say like, one more, please, just one more. Like after that lightness of of laughing out loud, I just felt like I was ready for bed and I was in a good space. And I hadn't really laughed out loud like that, which is kind of reckless abandon for far too long. And so that was, I know that seems kind of silly, but it was a really, really great thing that he recognized in me um, because at first I told him, I said, I want you to find something on the news that'll get me riled up. Like, I'm ready to be like, <laughs> have some right indignation going. And he tried that at first. He's like, I think this is making you worse. <laughs> and so then he went the humor route. And I mean, he knows me pretty well because we've been married almost 30 years and it, it was exactly what I needed. Um, and so you do need people in your life. who don't always give you what you ask for, but it can help you find what you need.
0: Oh my goodness, you all, it took every ounce of my willpower not to interrupt seven times while Rebecca was talking because I have so many thoughts just unpacking. She just dropped like so much good truth there. There There's so many parts of that that I want to like break down and talk about things that we have learned over the last five, six years of our self-development, of just personal growth that we have been on this mission, Um, and that I want to make sure that you took all of that and really grasped all of the goodness there. Um, so unfortunately we are at our break already. Um, but I want to come back and just jump right off of what Rebecca just shared and how you can use that to really grow yourself and and do have little action steps for when you get in that negative place. Cause we all do, we just don't talk about it enough or we just stay there, but to take yourself from that negative place and get to a better place does take some actual um, practice and intention, but it's so yes. powerful. Yes. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be back after a short break.